Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 49. And as always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Um, you may notice that the sound quality is slightly different because I am recording uh, live from Millis, uh, Millis, right? We're in Millis, Massachusetts. Okay, I'm getting the nod, the thumbs up. Uh, I am here with a uh, with a member of the family here. This is Deanna's cousin. This is Brian, Brian Yurovich. Thank you for being on the show today, sir. Absolutely. Hi, everybody. So Brian and I tried actually recording this, I don't know, like a few weeks ago and ended up having technical difficulties doing like a Skype session or something. But uh, I said, you know what, we're visiting you guys anyway. Like, let's just do like a live session. So so thanks, for, first of all, for hosting us over the weekend. We've been having a blast here hanging out with you and your beautiful wife, Jen, and your uh, beautiful daughter, Lee. This is the first time that we met her, so that's super fun. So uh, don't let me take up all the, the time here. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself to the fine folks at home? Sure, yeah. Thank you guys for coming. Great idea for the visit this weekend. Um, so yeah, Brian Yurovich, I am Deanna, Alex's wife's cousin. Uh, feels like I'm more like a brother, I guess. But um, yeah, great. yeah, and you're, you're also Arya's godfather. Yes, I guess I should have mentioned that. That no, is absolutely true. Yes, and Arya's godfather. So, father to my daughter Lee, who's one year old and slightly older. My goddaughter Arya, who is obviously your host's daughter. Yes, yes. All right, and uh, and Brian here has some interesting, a very interesting experience kind of approaching the the whole fatherhood thing and we'll get into that a little bit um first i want to kind of give folks some background on you you are uh one of two kids um your dad dan um that's deanna's uncle is a great guy great father i'm sure uh, so, so what, what sort of, what sort of experience, <laughs> we have Deanna and Jen in the room, so if you hear some chat, chatter, laughter, that's them, they're, they're laughing. <laughs> what, uh, what was it like growing up as the, the son of Dan Yurovich? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I feel like it was a couple of different stages of life under, uh, a Marine Corps household first. Uh, and then, you know, just a corporate America household later, and then a soft household at the, at the very latest. So, you know, really three stages. Early on, he was really tough, uh, and he got softer over time, which might be why my, my younger brother is slightly softer than I am. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, Deanna could vouch for it. I'm sure you know the stories with uh, Doug, um, you know, being a Marine. So mar- Marines are certainly tough folks, but... Uh, but yeah, never a shortage of love to go around all the same. Just might be a little bit different. Like, like what sort of it ways? It might look a little different than what you're used to. Yeah, with, I mean, what sort of ways did he make life difficult? Can you think of like some funny stories of when he... <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I only said no to my mother one time. Wow. Uh, she, told me to, she told me to clean my room and I, I think I was about eight. I told her no. Uh, he was home early that day from duty and he was standing behind me in his, cam- his camis and he grabbed me by the back of the, you know, back of the neck and clothes and walked me upstairs, chucked me in the room, said, don't come out until I tell you to. And I was there until the next day. <laughs> so we spent about 12 hours in our room that day. So that was good. But, um, uh, so I'm sure that there were no shortage of other adventures that are, uh, that, I, I, I mean, so, th- I mean, that, that's tough, but like he ended up becoming soft, like you said. Yeah. So, so like, what did that end up turning out to be like? Well, I mean, he is now, you know, now he'll, he, he, you know, now to tell us that he loves us. I mean, that didn't exist. You don't say that, right? In the Marine Corps, you don't say that. So, yeah, now it's a lot different. But, um, 
<clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I guess one last story which sticks with me is his, his idea was of fun. When we were in elementary school, he would take us to our unfinished basement, listen to Meatloaf Bat Out of Hell, and uh, do leg leg lifts. <laughs> you know? How and old were you? That was How fun for us. You know, I was probably eight and somewhere in there. My brother was six, six or seven. Yeah. You know, we weren't really working out to work out. We were just having fun with Dad. But, um, yeah, that was fun for us as kids. And we we remember that pretty vividly, so... That was that was fun with the old man back in the day. You think you think Danny's gonna hear this now and think of oh I gotta get I gotta get back to my <laughs> no he's too soft now. no he's it's too soft now. You yeah hear that. no it's good all right Danny it's you good. hear that yeah right, he's let's... too soft it's good he's he's got he's had a couple of you know a couple of hip surgeries later and you know time time time's doing some damage on him so I know he's missing a tooth yeah <laughs> you know so he he likes to golf and and spend time with mom and and us and uh, see his granddaughter so. Yeah, he's soft now. It's a good soft. It's a good soft. Yeah. And so, so what are those qualities that you see uh, with Danny and or your Dan? I don't what, What's the right way to call it? Is it Danny or Dan to the... To the I guess it's Dan, right? Well, like for me, I mean, it's Dan for me. That's that's the public name. Yeah. Um, how did your dad influence your parenting style? Well, you know, regardless of uh, all the jokes we make, everything he ever did was for me, my brother, and mom. So... Even when it was hard for them to move us all the time, every decision you ever made was in all of our best interests. So, yeah. you know, it's something we could never fight with, and we knew that when we were kids. Yeah, we didn't want to move every couple of years. We moved all the time. Yeah, you I, know, I, Deanna can relate to that. Yeah, you, so you know. So I mean, when do you? I so how often did you guys move? All right. So I let, I lived in like eight or nine states by the okay. time we were in high school. Oh, wow. Somewhere in there, you know, so early on it was every couple of years or less. Then later we kind of tried to stay put for high school. Yeah. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's that's really interesting. I think um, I, I definitely see some of the qualities of, of your dad coming out in you in this, these very early stages of, of fatherhood. I think it's yeah. really fun. Um, so, so what point in your life, I mean, did you feel like, yeah, I want to be a dad. Like, like, was there any prominent moment or? <laughs> no, I, I guess, um, <laughs> I guess the smart answer, probably the true answer for most people, uh, happy wife, happy life, right? So sure. my, my wife wanted kids and I certainly uh, didn't dislike the idea. I always thought I would have kids. I never yeah. knew when, yeah. but um, Jen always wanted a big family. Yeah. That was kind of it. I didn't think twice about it. I'm happy to, I was happy. Too, and I knew I'd have a family one day, but I didn't have a timeline. I had no idea. Yeah, so why don't you tell the folks at home about Jen? About Jen. While she's in the room. This While is she's good. in the room, yeah. Yeah, no, so she's Jen... She's sitting right uh, behind you. She's not staring at you right now. <laughs> so Jen and I, we met at the beginning of Facebook. Uh, we actually met through my, my good high school friend, uh, through Instant Messenger and Facebook, actually. When I was at the Coast Guard Academy, we talked for months before meeting. But um, her family's from Massachusetts. We live about three miles where she grew up. And uh, coincidentally, her mom, both of my parents, and Deanna's dad are all from the same town in Ohio. That's wild, yeah. Completely by coincidence, because we met in Connecticut. Yeah. You know? So for Jen and I, it was just absolute complete coincidence. So it's easy for holidays. Mm -hmm. Easy for Christmas. We go home to Ohio. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Jen is uh, Jen's the best mom ever and the best wife ever. Very into fashion. Always has been. Worked for Rue La La for a long time. And after we had Lee, you know, a little over a year ago, she, she stopped going into work to do a much harder full-time job. But, um, yeah, grew up about three miles from where we sit right now. 
That's really cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, when did you guys decide to start having kids? <clears throat> well, that would have probably been like six, uh, what, five years ago, six years ago? Somewhere in there. Five to six years ago was the conscious timeline. Um, somewhere like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it did happen for a while. So we did the we did the IVF thing, which didn't work. A few uh, other things we won't talk about, procedures and, and things later. We actually got, uh, we had Lee naturally a couple of years later. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what was that like? Like, what was going through your mind through, throughout that, kind of that struggle that, I mean, it's kind of frustrating, right? Yeah, I think we knew one way or another was going to happen, whether it was through IVF or some other means, which we didn't have to tackle at that time. But, um, I mean, it's hard for both of us. way harder for Jen. She had to go in all the time. You know, yeah. thank God in Massachusetts, our insurance actually covers a large portion of it. A lot of places it doesn't, right? So, a lot of the treatments, all the things we were going through, at least we didn't have to financially strain ourselves as much as if you live somewhere else so that that was all right even though it was stressful enough otherwise but she was going in i think like every week i'd go to some of those but yeah it's a long time and finally we decided we were sick of it told the doc we're going to take a break and like that next month she got pregnant isn't that amazing naturally yeah so they say they see that a lot due to the stress yeah just so that you take the weight off your shoulders and it happens but they also did a few procedures which we think helped so that was that was partially probably what helped i would imagine yeah, I know that um, I've had dads who listen to the show who have dealt with this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even interviewed a couple dads who have dealt with this and come out on the other end. Do you have any, um, you know, words of encouragement or anything, anything to, words of wisdom given the experience that you guys went through to say, uh, maybe to say to somebody who's been in that or who's going through that today? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like with anything, really, regardless, I guess, if it's IVF or whatever it is. Nowadays, technology, science, doctors, medicine is so good. Yeah. We felt like some way or another we were going to find a solution that was going to work for us well. Right. I don't think we ever didn't think it was going to happen in some fashion. So I know some form of faith or what have you. But we, we knew like somehow we were going to get to a scenario where we were having kids. Yeah. never. It was never really a second thought that it wasn't going to happen. Just kind of how was some of the, you know, not exactly sure how that was going to happen. But um yeah, that's, that's but yeah, I guess the best advice is what Jen always, my wife always tells me. Everything happens for a reason, so. Yeah. You know, not that that's, you know. The, I don't, yeah, I I don't want to get religious on your show, you know. Things happen for mysterious ways and mysterious reasons yeah. that we sometimes can't explain. So. Well, I, I, I've gotten religious on this show a couple <laughs> times, so it's totally fine if you want to go there. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the tenacity is so important. Um that's been a common theme that I feel like I've seen from from folks who have gone through this challenge. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know, they were just, they were sure they were going to come out on, on the other side with uh, with the result that they were looking for. Yeah. Um, and no matter what, it just didn't get them down. Um, you, you know, like, well, I wouldn't say it wouldn't get them down. Like, they, they hit their rough spots. It was, there were struggles. Um, and... and here you are on the other side. You have a beautiful daughter. So why don't you introduce us to your daughter? Well, not us. I'm talking for the folks at home. Yeah, so so our firstborn, Lee Cameron Yurovich. So Lee is my wife's middle name. Um, Cameron is my good buddy from the Coast Guard Academy who actually died. Uh, a lot of my classmates actually named their kids in some capacity in his sake, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, she is... More than what we would have ever hoped for, I think. You know, she's so happy. You know, she's really laid back. 
when she starts running around here any day, we're kind of scared of that because she moves enough now just sliding and crawling. But, um, but yeah, she's so laid back, and I think that Jen being able to be here and raise her and just kind of, you know, she's laid back, and I think it's contagious. That's a good way to be. You know? So it's a great thing. And, um, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't First year, it... I think, was pretty easy, which, knock on wood, hope that continues, oh. but... I think I think it was pretty easy before she's running around. I think it's about to get harder, to be honest. That's my that's my thought, and I think my wife would agree. I uh, yeah, it gets it gets completely. <laughs> yeah. it, Jen's nodding. Uh, I, I would agree. It gets it gets actually crazy. And uh, I mean, you guys have seen what Arya has been doing. Arya's what five months older. Yeah. And so uh, you, you guys kind of see what the the evolution kind of is starting to look like. I think that you've also seen. Uh, the temper tantrums that that begin, which is Ooh. great, mm-hmm. so much fun. Uh, I have a feeling that like Arya wasn't chill like Lee is. I'm hoping that you guys kind of get a dwindled down version of what we're getting. Right <laughs> well, now. we'll see. I mean, we'll find Who knows? out. Maybe by the time that I want to get a call from you in about three months, like, dude. Yeah, it might what? be. It might be like the inverse sine and cosine. Why right? we go back to high school, right? She <laughs> might her her fours might be way better than than Lee's oh, fours, right? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's some different wavelength. Oh god! See I mean, happens. it's brutal, man. Like, I yeah. mean, you saw what we were, what we've been dealing with the past couple of days. Like, she has an attitude, man. This kid's like a Yurvich yeah, or something. Yeah, she's a Yurvich. I know. That's what this I was gonna what say. Happens. What can you do? It's in her blood. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of speaking of in your blood, you know, mm. um, a common theme with the family is military service. Yeah. You uh, both, your dad, um, <clears throat> Deanna's dad, uh, you, you, mm. you all served. What would it mean to you um, to to serve? You, you were in the Coast Guard. Yes, um, yeah, the weird, the weird thing is, I guess, looking at, like, our wedding, when I'm in my dress whites, like my dad was, mm-hmm. like, that's cool, right? Yeah. A little bit of tradition there, right? So, yeah. never wanted to follow in my dad's footsteps, really, so to speak, right? So, I got into Annapolis, like, he went to Annapolis. I didn't want to do that, um, but there's something to be said for kind of going the same path right so it's, yeah. it's kind of cool and i wanted to do the same things he did i learned from that um but he did a lot of things right what, what so, were some of, some of those things well, that i mean right? just like, getting, getting in the service i think was huge for him because yeah. and for us too i mean you think about think about where the economy was when we got out of college yeah graduating for us when we got out in the basically right at the recession yep had a job for five years great thing and i think yeah. that the discipline it teaches and having a career started for five years without having to look for one is pretty cool so I knew that relatively young. I knew that in high school that I wanted to do that. So, you know, that piece of it was kind of easy. Um, yeah, serving the country is, is was a piece of it, obviously, too. Um, but, yeah, no, just something I was looked up to mm-hmm. and thought I should do in some capacity. I just knew I couldn't be a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to, right? I didn't want to be a, I don't know, I'm not saying all Marines are this way, but, you know, I, I wanted a bit different mission. So the yeah. Coast Guard's humanitarian mission suited me a bit better than the uh, Department of Defense mission. Now, what so. did you? Can you share some some of the things that you did while you were enlisted? Uh, yeah. So well, as, is enlisted the right term? No, commissioned. Commissioned. So when you graduate, you. graduate okay. Coast Guard Academy, commissioned officer. But I was I did mostly search um, search and rescue operations and law enforcement through the Coast Guard. Whether that's immigration and uh, drug patrols or some other type of maritime security. That's cool. Any fun yeah. stories that you can share, or is everything top secret? Yeah, no, it's... The, I guess the best part was I never knew how where the Coast Guard was 
other than the United States. I think most people kind of think of, oh, the Coast Guard. They're obviously all along the coast, and that's what they do. But in the Coast Guard, I went to Guam, Europe, Portugal, Spain, right, and places in Europe, South America, up and down the Caribbean. Right? That's so, cool. So I've seen half the world in the United States Coast Guard, which is very strange, and I never even knew that would have been, right? I never mm-hmm. even knew those missions would have taken me those places. So I think that's the coolest thing. I didn't even realize we were there. Yeah, that, that I wouldn't even... Yeah. I, I'm one of those people. Right. I wouldn't have thought that you would have ended up in yeah. those spots. That was really cool. That yeah. is cool. Travel half the world by thinking I was going to be, you know, on a dock somewhere in Maine. <laughs> right? That's kind of what you think. is. I, that's kind of what I, like, anticipated right. when I heard Brian's going to the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He'll, just, <laughs> he'll yeah. just sit on port, you know, right. and, like... Go sit in the lake. Go sit in the lake. Yeah, yeah no, it's not what it is at all. Not at all. Some It can be, but, but a majority of the Coast Guard is large... You know, U.S. international waterways doing a lot of different missions, both enforcement and humanitarian, both yeah. for the U.S. and international. Yeah. Right? International waters, too, which I would have never thought. So Yeah, that's really yeah, neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and from a fatherhood perspective, I mean, you are you were enlisted for a while. You were out of the service when I, Lee yeah, was born. Yeah, I just did my five years. I did my five years. I didn't envision... So when I joined the academy and went to the Coast Guard, I had a vision being married when we got married, right? So I didn't know Jen when I got in. I didn't really know how that was going to work out. Mm-hmm. So Jen and family became my priority, which is why I got into my current business after only five years in, in the service. So yeah, got out at, you know, 20, what, six? Got out of the Coast Guard at 26 after doing five years. Yeah. That was it. And then we wanted to throw down roots. So we did. So we got stayed in Massachusetts. We don't think we'll ever go anywhere else. Yeah, that's a great spot. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, this is a beautiful state. This is my second time in, in Massachusetts in like two weeks. Um, <laughs> and it is beautiful this yeah. time of year. And uh, I, I can see why people want to live here. It's awesome. Completely yeah. different from our neck of the Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're Indians fans, but Red Sox just won another championship, obviously. I know. It's, a, it's an um, easy sports town to live in. Yeah. And for you, We live 15 big. minutes from Foxborough. Yeah. So tomorrow, you know, Tom Brady will be... Throw it for another 400 yards and the Browns will lose. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. So so let's talk sports for a second because you are a big sports fan. You you played football uh, for the Coast Guard. Yeah. Um, and baseball. And baseball for the mm-hmm. Coast Guard. Uh, you, you grew up playing sports. Uh, what, what, what sort of way do you want to... I don't want to say influence. I don't think influence is the right word when you're talking about how you're bringing your kids no, up. No, you lead them. You got to lead yeah, them. Yeah, how do you lead them? Yeah. How do you lead Lee into some of the ways that you're passionate about sports? Is this something you're even wanting to do? No. So if she likes sports, that's great. And I'm definitely going to hope, I hope that she is because I know all the different things, the sports that I played throughout my life has taught me other than just how to play sports, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what I'm talking about there, all the other non-sports related things. But... You know, she's really passionate about, I hope she's passionate about golf so daddy can take her out all the time and mommy can let us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's really passionate about dance. Daddy's going to have to learn dance. I don't know. Yeah. So I think it's just, you got to let her pick her own path. Yeah, but she won't have a choice as far as fandom goes. She will. She will. Oh, my God. I already t- she already has. You hear that? She has Cleveland Browns shirts and she has New England Patriots shirts. She has her choice. What about that? Oh, yeah. She will see who daddy roots for, so she may be persuaded. Yeah. But um, she will have her choice for yeah, sure. But sometimes we're not talking. Sometimes we're talking about college here. 
college football. Oh, she will see that we cheer for the Buckeyes, but if for some reason she wants to root for Boston College, I guess she can have fun. Oh, okay, as long as it's not that, that team up north. <laughs> she wouldn't choose them. Why would Why she do, you, do that? Okay, but I'm asking. Like, we don't what live if? there. I mean, she, yeah, I could but, see her being a Patriots fan, and I wouldn't blame her. But what if somehow she, she meets somebody who like starts getting her into that? Like, What's going to happen? Later in life, she chooses to go to Michigan. Yeah. As long as it's a full ride, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so you're not going to pay for your baby girl to go to college there? It's anywhere like, else. Anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. She's getting a full ride there. She should get a full ride to uh, the Ohio State, so it should be fine. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, out of state. Too. Have you taken her to any uh, games yet? No. No, Shoot. no football uh, Jen, games. Have you been to the game? What? Have you been to a Buckeyes game? No, not yet. No, I haven't taken my wife to a Buckeyes game. Let oh, alone man, win. you got to get on that. I, I mean, the, yeah, it was, a, it was an experience. It was like Aria to her first football game. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but for the folks listening, we took Aria to her first Buckeyes game, and um, that was a really fun experience. You know, I kind of uh, was indoctrinated in when I uh, married into the family, and uh, I drank the Kool-Aid, and I fully embrace it. So for everybody <laughs> listening who may not be an Ohio State fan, that's fine. Uh, go listen to another podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stick around. We like you. But uh, I I think that it was really special kind of seeing how, how this time of year football season kind of brings people together um, and having this opportunity where Aria has been a little bit more cognizant of what's going on and having the ability to take her to a game was really special. I know it was special for her dad, For I'm pointing at Deanna. Um, so, like, I think it'll be really cool to see what that's like for you to have, you know, that opportunity with Lee. I think that's something special. But Yeah, well, I hope, uh, if nothing else, I hope she embraces being there once she's old enough to understand it. I think even if she's not a football fan, she'll see how special it is to go to a game like that and see yeah. 100,000 people, uh, you know, pulling for the same thing. It's yeah, really cool. and, and the tradition and all that sort of stuff. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your. Uh, you you left the the Coast Guard. Yeah. You ended up kind of becoming, well, I guess jumping into business. Mm-hmm. You know, what has work life balance been for you, like as a as a as a new father? Yeah. And still, on, and and you're honestly, in a sense, like an entrepreneur, right? Like sure. you're you're running your own book of business. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into too much of the specifics no, of what yeah, you do, smart but not to do that. Yeah, I, I so. think that it's important though to talk about what what sort of qualities do you try to grasp at uh, to to really keep that work life balance. Yeah, so I mean, it's um, so I'm not, I won't get into the business side of things, but I, so I'm a financial advisor. Uh, I won't even talk about my firm or anything, but it, that that career allows me to be. Um, Pretty flexible on my own terms, yeah. right? I can make my schedule with my clients, figure out my weekly meetings, all that sort of stuff. So <clears throat> luckily for me, and it's not by accident that I'm in that career, that it allows me to choose how prioritized work is, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that it's ever not important, but it's always going to be there. Yeah, Lee being one is not always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so we knew this, you know, living in the Coast Guard, living in the service, I lived it. Yeah. My dad would come home from a tour, and I'd be calling my uncle, my mom's brother, dad. So yeah. I know that's not what I wanted. Yep. So with, with my career now, no matter what Lee's ever going to have happen, and however many kids we have, whatever they have going on, I can always make it. That's super important. Right? You too. can always make it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's happening. I can move whatever's happening yeah. in my business life. So 
It can always wait another couple hours or to the next day. Yep. Really can. Yeah. And if not, I'm not running the business how I should be. I'm I'm letting it run me. Yeah, that's a really interesting way of putting it, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you if you should have full autonomy in your position to yeah. do whatever you need to do. If you're not, if if something's not falling into place, there's it's only something. On me. It's only on me. That's, that, that's there's something that you need to adjust. That's right. So it's only on me. So it's great to have that freedom. And not every position and not every job can you know grant you that opportunity. But the good news is for us, I think, and that's why I am where I am. Yeah. That it allows me to always be able to basically say. I know I'm never gonna have to miss that. Yeah, have you have you had any trouble doing that up to this point? Like, I mean, because you pretty much jumped into this field right after. Uh, well, the only trouble is that it takes your business longer to get to where you want to get. The more you put non-business things first. Yeah, that's true. Right. So if we're okay with that, and and what that really means for everybody, that basically means you're okay with not making as much money as soon as you could be. Yep. <laughs> that that's really what that yeah. means. And we 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 address those decisions Jen and I together mm-hmm. and I tell her if I feel like over time I'm making too many of those decisions too close together yeah so we kind of know what the trade-offs are yeah and we do it together yeah you know uh, I want to talk about how your all's lifestyle has sort of changed a bit with Jen now being a stay-at-home mom yeah um, one of the things Jen has mentioned to me was you know it seems like it's not the norm anymore like women go back to work yeah it's not the norm it's I'll not say the it's norm. definitely not the norm yeah um, what was that decision like? Were, were you were you like 100% supportive? Like how do you feel about her being yeah. home well, I taking think, care of Lee? I, I think it's harder than any professional position she would have. Agreed. I think 100%. it's absolutely harder to do that full time. So, you know, I guess from from my standpoint, it's always whatever she wanted. If she wanted to go back to work, I was cool with it. But we, yeah. well, what we did together was with her current job where she was working. She worked in fashion for a long time. We did the math and... Really, we'd be breaking even for her to go to work for someone else to watch our kid and raise our kid full-time. If we're looking at full-time babysitters up here, it's a pretty hefty chunk of money. Yeah. Comfort we are, too. It's insane. So, you know, it it was a pretty easy decision for us. Jen wanted to be the one spending time and raising Lee. Yeah. Primarily, right? I obviously help, but I mean, she's the one here most of the time. And, And then financially, it made sense. It just worked. If she was, you know, if it was a different career and maybe if it was a different pay schedule or whatever was happening, perhaps our, our decision could have been harder. But for us, and with my job, there's really unlimited earnings potential in what I do. The fact that we're not going to worry about having to schedule anybody else to spend time with our daughter is an easy choice. So yeah. I think we think it was an easy choice. We know a lot of people do otherwise. Yeah. But for us, and she loves it, even though it's stressful at times, I know. But um, I know she loves it. She's having yeah. a blast. She's got a good schedule with Lee and... Lee loves it and they get out every day. That's not great. just sitting at home. Yeah, that's right? great. And I think that it's so cool that uh, this is something that we were talking about in our in the car we were taking. Uh, we were having many uh, soulful conversations <laughs> over the past, like, <laughs> I don't know, 24, 48 hours that we've been here. Uh, but it's so cool that I think women now have the opportunity to uh, make that choice to, yeah. to not, you know, like that stigma's not there about women working or well, not I mean, working or whatever. It was the other way around. And, and, and she had the career that was going to make us more money and had more flexibility. I would have been happy with Hell it. Hell yeah, too. dog. That's what we talked <laughs> about. I was like, I was in the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you can donate to the Dad Chronicle by clicking the Patreon button at the top. That helps me to eventually get there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
Yeah, I think that, like, and I just think to the point where our daughters are going to be in their positions, you know, Deanna works, Jen doesn't, uh, it makes me so happy to know that where things are heading is that direction of acceptance and doing, you know, like, live your life, man, do what makes you happy, and, like, that is ultimately the goal, Right. and that is what's embraced Mm -hmm. by society now. There's not really a fight. I think people would do it no matter what, but it's a... It's now like not a, a stigma behind it to make you kind of second guess yourself yeah. and your true intention. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I guess one thing, you know, Deanna, Deanna's employed, Jen's not employed outside the home. They both, yes. work, they both work. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a very big thing. <laughs> so that's, I think that's a big thing because I think, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people always, you know, they, they, whether on purpose or not, they'll they'll ask Jen, even even people really close to Jen. We'll ask her, you know, so like, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do all day? Like, you ever had a one-year-old? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like, like, you see this kid? I mean, bonbons, we're we're hanging out and watching movies. Like, what do you mean, what do I do? See the kids alive? Like, that's me. Right. So, (laughs) exactly. We kind of, we kind of did that. You ever watch, you ever watch her by yourself for three hours? It's insane. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, it's insane. What do you just do? Everything. Yeah, no, no, there's, there's like, right. I mean, there are times where, you know, I've been traveling for work, um, there was a, there was actually a stretch of two weeks here recently where Deanna was gone at a conference, so I was ju- it was just me and Aria for a week, and then you know our moms help out. I don't want to diminish it at all because you know her mom and my mom watch her every day during the week, um, but you know and then it's like you have an entire full day of work, you come back and then you're working as soon as you get home yeah. to take care of the kid, uh, and then it's as soon as you're done. As soon as I was done with that week of her being gone, she comes home and then I'm off to Boston, you know, to, for some meetings at work and then uh, ended up, you know, coming home. And here I am. I'm, I'm actually about to hit the road again after we get home from this trip on right. Monday to go to uh, Indianapolis. So it's like there, there are plenty of times where one of us is like off on a work trip and here the other one is it's just them. And it's tough, man. Yeah, It's absolutely sure. tough. Especially like when she's so clinging to mommy right now, <laughs> and then when it's just dad, and she's like, "Ugh." Yeah, that's you know? all right. Maybe that'll change one day. It, it, it comes. It's a flux, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, so right now she's on the mommy phase, and she's yeah. heavy into the mommy phases. Yeah. You guys have seen over the weekend. That's okay. Um, it may change. It may. Yeah. It may. There's hope. Yeah, there's hope. Well, um, I do appreciate the conversation. I think this is Thank fun. Uh, I want to yeah. reiterate our appreciation of you guys having us here i think this has been a lot of fun it's it's especially uh, i think it's really special for 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 us to see the girls yeah it's great you know together and this, we were talking about it what yesterday this is the first time we've really been together without it being a holiday or with the other family yeah it's you do it more often yeah. together without our parents yeah that's right. a big deal <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's also the first thing I said. You know, I've seen Lee in pictures, but like seeing the two of them kind of together, I was like, oh my god, they look—they do look strikingly similar. similar. Yep. So it's, it's cool because uh, Arya's cousin Ellie is just not doesn't look like her at all. <laughs> yeah. So like every once in a while, when Arya's like with a cousin, it's uh, it's it's very special when you kind of see that resemblance. Um, so cheers, cheers oh, to yeah. fatherhood, uh, ladies. Thanks for doing your part. Thank you. Certainly. Appreciate it. Uh, for all the friends at home listening, uh, again, our uh, guest is Brian Urovich. Uh, if you guys want to go back and listen to any other episodes, similar conversations like this, you can visit thedadchronicle.com. We'll see you guys next time. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.